You know, it reminds me of an issue of Spider-Man I did when Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy went lingerie shopping. Of course, the Green Goblin showed up, and he pumpkin-bombed the hell out of the place. But aside from that, it, it's pretty much the same thing. Oh, my God. Holy shit! Aren't you? Oh, Stanley. Hi. Welcome to Tripod, a podcast about cinema's unofficial trilogies. Three films which are not linked by the usual elements like characters or plot, but instead are connected by a director or a writer or an actor, or sometimes much, much less. I am Tyree. I am Matt. And today, we're ditching the strip mall for an actual mall with Kevin's second edition in the Jersey Trilogy. I'm speaking, of course, about Mallrats from 1995. Kevin had a big hit with Clerks, but will lightning strike twice? Gromercy Pictures says it will. Oh, no! It didn't. It didn't strike up. <laughs> Oof. Oh, baby. Oof, my goof. Uh, oh, you, did you get those box office numbers? Not looking oh, good, Kevin. Oh, man. He Not tells some good. great stories about when he first heard them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. when he when he first got the call up from his producer, who was like uh, telling him the weekend numbers, I think the Saturday night numbers or something. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, I think they, the opening box office starts technically on like a Thursday, right? It's like Thursday through Sunday. I don't know. And he was like, uh, was it 50 or 500? Was it 50? 50 what? 1,000. 1,000. From a $3 million thing. Oh, something no. like that. Yeah. I think it was 50. I don't know I don't know if it was 500. 500 would be bad anyway, but mm. I think it was like, it couldn't have been 50, right? We should have known this. Yeah, oh, I think I wrote it down Okay, somewhere. but anyway, he gave him this number. I just wasn't ready to jump straight into the Yeah, yeah, yet. yeah. <laughs> and Kevin was just like, oh. Well, I'm, On how many it, screens? It, but oh, the, yeah, to shreds, you yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> to shreds, you say? Oh. He, he, thought, he thought that he like owed the money. He was like, do I owe... Universal, like $3 million? No, don't worry about it. And he's Kevin. still not sure about that fact. Oh, well, um, there you go. But just the funny thing that he said that uh, he, he had agreed already to with, with his on-again, off-again girlfriend to go in and talk to her students at Boston University like the day after, oh. like the Monday after Mallrats like, hit the cinemas. And he was like, yeah, it'll be great. I'll be riding the wave of Mallrats. I'll be hot off clerks as well. Like I'm the hot young thing. Wait, it'll be riding the wave of Mallrats? Yeah, like because they- Which film are we talking about now? Mallrats. Like he, he How was would like, mole rats ride the wave of mole rats? No, no, no. He was like, I'll be riding the wave of mole rats. Oh, right. I see what you're saying. Sorry. He was <laughs> your heirs, Tyree. <laughs> He'll be riding. He was like, this will be great. Um, I've, I've come off come off clerks. Mole rats will have just hit the cinemas kind of thing. And then he, he goes into the class with um, his producer, Mosier, Scott Mosier, and they he said, we just gave them the most dejected, like, unhappy, like, hedonistic, nihilistic, kind of just like, yeah, like... Uh, don't don't try, kids. Don't try. Like he literally said that. It made me think of Marge. It's like, don't try. Aim so aim low, kids. <laughs> aim so low, no one would even notice if you succeed. If you want some butter, it's under my face. Like just that kind of like vibe that he was given to the kids of of at this film school who were just like, who is this man? He's so sad. So I I felt bad for him, but he. Damn, that is a great story. Oh, man. Brutal. It would have been so... And I thought that he was just going to go in and and be, like, all embarrassed and meek and sheepish and stuff. Mm. But no, he was just like... No, he was like... He fully went on the the front front foot and and was just like, don't try, kids. It's not (laughs) worth it. They'll take what you love and they'll ruin it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Brutal. But he went out with his head held high. What was your viewing experience like of this? Let's start from the start. We'll do a Tarantino and start from the end of how this thing ended with Wait, the start reception. with the end? Or the, well, how what? it was received, but uh, like, let's go back uh, to the start about how we watched it, so then we can talk about what the movie's like, and then we'll go back to the, the reception, and then and then what we'll do is we'll go to the middle again, and then we'll come back. Oh, oh I'm all jacked up on coffee. 
What is it with you today? I don't know. I played tennis this morning. It was too early. It was hot. The sun was out. It was like... It was like... It's... it's not to timestamp this, but we are like not even having finished winter yet and it was like 30 degrees on the tennis court and I was oh, like nice. what, what that's awesome it was no where yeah but it was also like I think the world's gonna end in like five years it was that kind of like <laughs> what's going on like can't I make shouldn't... head not tail of this whole weather thing yeah anyway that's Melbourne though man you need sunscreen and an umbrella no matter where you go you should know this you've lived here your hey that's a hot life. take is that is that are you the first to say that you, you yeah. jackass maybe the first to say it on a podcast <laughs> No, no, I'm uh, I'm good. I'm just excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I've very much enjoyed jumping into K. Smith's yeah. uh, filmography. I'm actually yeah. really keen. Once this trilogy is is over, I'm very keen to watch the rest of his films. I actually am going to, because we're not covering Dogma. Which is one of his which best, Which is his maybe. fourth. So I'm keen to yeah. see that directly after. Yeah. Um, and also I saw the poster of it the other day, and it's just Matt Damon and Ben Affleck like yeah. smiling. I was like... No way, he caught, caught them right after Dead Poets. That's amazing. Yeah. Because Dogma would have been like hot in the cinemas. Like the two guys who did Dead Poets just coming off and being the starring leads of this like... Pretty loaded cast Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. They got all these big comedians everywhere. Yeah, and, I looked yeah. at the poster. It was one of the weirdest posters I've ever seen because it was... Yeah. it Like they do that... Um, that that flying V of, of actors that kind of like it, it ah, it's like converges, it's, in converges the into the center. So it's yeah. like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck at the start, and you're like, yeah, fair enough. And then it's like not even the lead actress in the middle. Is she in the middle? Or no, in, in not in Chasing Amy. This is I'm talking Dogma. No, I know, but she. she no, the lead. They're not the leads no, 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 of Dogma. So, oh, I didn't know Dog, that. So, okay, sorry. Yeah, so, yeah. so they are the leads, but like, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Not, There's another. They're not the protagonists. It's, a, it's another uh, Once Upon a Time in the West kind of a situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, it's Ben yeah, Affleck yeah. and Matt Damon, and then it was Selma Hayek, and then I. Who's the other main? Is there another leading actress in that film? Uh, she would have maybe been offset her. Maybe no. I don't maybe know. I don't know. But then it was like I can't remember it too well. Then it was Chris Rock, and another comedian or another like. And then on the other side, there's of Alan it, Rickman in there. Yeah, yeah, Chris Rock and Alan Rickman. Yeah. yeah. And then on the other, the inverse of them was Silent Bob and, yeah, and Jay and Silent yeah. Bob. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, it was a very strange. Yeah, I never but, thought that I'd see Selma Hayek, Chris Rock, and Alan Rickman all lined up as like the like kind of like, yeah. you know that like classic like sitcom like well ah yeah shucks to be ash yeah. like that kind of like I was like what? So I'm keen to see that, even though we're not covering it. We're not clear. covering that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Um, to answer your question from a while ago. Yeah. What was your um, viewing like? Yeah. Not yeah. just your opinion, but like what was it? Paint the scene. I feel you know. I was I, mine was Saturday I, night. I like chucked it on. I do like how it, these movies are cut to the bone, like ninety minutes, kind of. In and out. Now, this is the interesting thing. I wanted to ask you this, okay, before I get into my thoughts. Yeah. Which cut did you watch? Oh, I on. watched a fucking alternate cut. Oh, no. Did you watch a two-hour version? I watched a two-hour oh, version. I was yeah, like, no, oh, heard about that. my God. Yeah, right. I've heard about I that. I watched a that clip. That would have, yeah. Yeah, th this threw me because I watched a clip on YouTube. I was like, bored. Didn't have time to watch the movie yet, but I was doing some research and I was procrastinating on some other stuff. And I was like, maybe I'll just watch the opening. Yeah. YouTube did. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty cut and dry opening. Yeah, simple, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I turn it on and I'm like, what film did I download? Yeah. It was completely different and completely unnecessary. Oh, wow. Uh, and, well, it's did the, interesting to talk about just because it... it do you think, was it sense. a half an hour chuck, chunk that came in in one big chunk or was it lots of little interstitial scenes that were kind of cut into the film throughout? Is a, it going to be hard for you? Both, yeah. A bit of both. So there's like two big scenes at the top of the movie. Is this the, the second opening? time in a row that this has happened or did you do it for Once Upon a Time in America? 
That I was did the that. one you did. That, that was, was the one I did it for. And I did that yeah, on right. purpose. I was like, I think Matt's yeah, going to yeah, watch yeah. that version, but I'm going to watch this version and we can like yeah, yeah, yeah. see if there's anything different. So you no, didn't, you went into more rats thinking it was not. I just done, you... I just found the first version I could see and I was like, sweet, I'm watching that one. And then I was like, this, this movie goes on for two hours. It's yeah, this, right. little, this little comedy, this little uh, John Hughes like comedy. <laughs> two hours? Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Um, yeah, mine was yeah, 90 minutes. It's mostly at the out. top, but it's like interspersed throughout as well. And there's like gags that don't make any sense in your version because they're cut out. Oh. So like, I think as an example, the first one that comes to mind is um, uh, Svenning, the the sort of antagonist of the thing, Michael Rooker. Oh, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy from Guardians, yep. that guy. Um, he, he refers to... Rooker, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. He refers to Jason Lee's character, Brody, as his neighbor. He says, oh, well, if it isn't my neighbor. Yeah, that and whole scene he, came out of nowhere. There's a whole thing that happens and, yeah. Um, Where oh. we established oh, that Lord. he's his neighbor. <laughs> oh, <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to circle back to Michael Rooker because I love that dude. But I, was, I love him too. I was staggered well, by thing. his performance. In I, this. May have, bizarre. I may have strong views on this movie. I wouldn't even call them strong, just lukewarm views, let's say. But probably Kevin Smith esque views on it because for a long time so. in his career this was kind of the punching bag of like yeah, yeah. I made more rights it's a piece of shit like blah, yeah blah. yeah yeah, yeah. I, um, but in his defense I will say that he has talked about like making Clerks which he was like Clerks is a film like Clerks is a, a um, obviously the black and white thing we talked about last week it wasn't it wasn't a, a conscious choice it was more of a budgetary decision but they kind of leaned into a lot of that stuff where he's like this is a film. It's it's a reflection of my life. Like it's yeah. it's 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 meaningful, even though it's kind of crass and weird. But it's like it's it's a it's a it's a film. Yeah, it's more artistic, I guess. Yeah, that's what you do in film school as well. Yeah, that was essentially yeah. More rats. That was for him with the money that he was given and the cast mm. he was kind of um he kind of found to operate with, and also mm. the subject matter. He was like, no, this is this feels more like a movie. Like it's just like a like I don't know if you'd call it a popcorn movie today to today's standards. But he was like, Clerks was a film. Moritz is a movie. There's a difference in the in the aesthetic, in the feeling, in like you know we're just yeah. sitting down for Moritz to have a laugh, and you know yeah. it's he, so silly. But I it felt it felt to me, and I I think if I recall the comedian he meant, I think he might have said like a um uh who are the who are the brothers the the three um the the three like is it Marx Marx brothers the Marx brothers they're three brothers yeah yeah they, in, the, in what context in the in the comedy kind of yeah, stylings of like yeah, yeah the yeah, Marx yeah, brothers. Yeah, so yeah, like the Marx Brothers, he said he mentioned as like a as a as a reference point. Okay. But also, um, uh, it felt to me like it was like a Looney Tunes like live action film. Like the the sound effects, the the I'm nodding my head, the the I'm um, nodding my head, the yep. like visual gags, the, the orchestra, slapstick, the slapstick, yeah. especially yeah. like a lot of the, the even audio. the blueprints, the most of Jay and Silent yes. Bob shenanigans. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, all yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, I it's think... like all of this kid stuff put into this really adult context where like there's nudity and like graphic jokes yeah. and like you know yeah all kinds of stuff here's the thing so like it didn't work for me it didn't work for <laughs> me either didn't work for me either at all um but like with clerks the movie becomes interesting when you because you can it's documented well and you can it's see so, so many well. people talking about it the yeah. dvd extras go on for ages mm. they have these massive segments where they all these great like um commentaries and all these great segments where they're going through like the deleted scenes and explaining oh why we had to cut that and mm. why it doesn't make sense without it yada 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 going through their original script as mm. well so it's a really well documented thing and he talks about it a lot and how it was a big failure and how it sort of found a second life on um in the video stores and stuff like mm. that he never liked the idea of it being referenced as a smart porkies a lot of the studio that was the sort of like 
catchphrase that they'd used to describe the film when they were in meetings with the production companies. Like, oh, it's like a smart porkies. And he was like, it's a, it's a comedy. I don't know. <laughs> like, I think it's just meant to be what it is. Like, yeah, it's yeah, dumb yeah. comedy with, like, gags and stuff like that. What's and they're what like, oh, Porky's? Yeah, smart Porky's? Was Porky's like a comic strip? Well, that's a good question there, Jim. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. All I know is that's what they refer to it as. You can Google it. You have internet here. Um, basically, the the studio was oh, labeled. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Porky's Porky's Barbecue? No. Uh, <laughs> Porky's 1981 film. Yes. Porky's was a comedy teen film. I'm guessing it's by John Hughes or John Landis. This would have been guessing. one of those things where it's like... Is it's it a like, college teen titty movie? Is that the kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, where like yeah. a lot of hijinks, a lot of like a lot of like uh, like sexual assault is like dressed up as like hijinks. So it's like yeah. okay, but it's actually like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's stuff that just weird. doesn't. For, listen, four raucous high school high school students plot revenge on the redneck owner of a strip joint who yeah. upsets their hopes of losing their virginity. Yeah, yeah, that that uh, that answered itself, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he was like, uh, I, I, yeah, we can call it that if you if you want, um, and like you note, would hate for note that to, to a be... studio. Well, I just want to say note to a studio. Like, I don't. I'm not gonna give a note to a studio. I'm a fucking schlub. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> All I know is he he was yeah riding this this big wave of the successive clerks. Yeah, um, which he made for twenty seven thousand dollars. Yeah, and then the studio thinks, okay, for his next film, six million dollars, right? Mm. He has like not gotten the experience to handle six million dollars yeah. quite well which yeah. i think he admitted and he he was all of his crew even because all of his crew, crew who yeah. worked on more on clerks went yeah. on to more rats and they DOP, were like oh, i had to producer. hire a whole cast and like a whole crew i didn't know what it, like all yeah. of them are like, I was like what the fuck do we do with this yeah, money yeah. i think we can make it for less and they were like no and the, some of the producers he quotes them saying oh but you can't make a movie for less than six million dollars yeah. like, we did it was called clerks like, they're like that that's not a movie yeah that's not a movie yeah I was like, oh, sometimes okay. less is more no sometimes but just think about how much more more will be just giving him money just putting money into his pockets. People don't I don't need this. People don't reference Frasier enough. No, not Bring at all. Bring it back. Frasier's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a lesson that got learned by their next film. And the but I mean, the difference between the budget is is crazy. For Chasing Amy. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. From like this one was something like six point one million dollars. Mm. Chasing Amy. We'll talk about it, I guess, next week. Yeah. Uh, down to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow. So right down to his like comfort zone. I was like, okay, I need to step back. Yep. And like, let's you know, baby steps. Yep. Twenty-seven thousand dollars to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That yes, seems yeah, sensible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of this film doesn't translate well into today's era. That's for sure. A lot. A lot. Yeah. So like, much stuff. Uh, I was like, am I going to be put on a list for watching some of these things? <laughs> like the Ben Affleck stuff. I'm like, what oh, is going <laughs> on? How? It's weird that they haven't had to. Well, it's not weird, but like, I'm surprised that someone hasn't had to bury it yet and go. Oh, shit, I'm surprised that there's like not. I mean, look, look, it's that thing. We talk about it a lot on this podcast. There are things in these films that, like, just don't look good in the light of day of today's standards. Like, yeah. of, you know. We've said that's, stuff that's, that's going to piss people off in the future. Yeah, exactly. Already. Like, and that's just the nature of it. But it does seem crazy that, like, because was that girl 15? Okay, yeah. I say So context, we'll get into it, it's I like suppose, but like super strange and yeah. uncomfortable and, like. It's Statutory rape is yes, funny. Yes, it's like yes, no, yes. no, 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 no. Yeah. Let's no, not no. Let, let, let's reel no, no, it back. Let's, let's, hey, Kevin, it back. Kevin, come back, come back, uh, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> like even joking about that as an artifact, I feel like I'm gonna have a SWAT team barging on me and go. Arr! It is you just can't bizarre. Like, huh? It's bizarre that there's not none of that is like, um, I guess mentioned in any of the 
subject like that we've like the the content of the movie is not really mentioned except for like a lot of the comic book stuff mm. you know but i guess it was just like you know like with porkies and you know with this they're all just products of their time there's just different standards but it is bizarre yeah very very yeah. bizarre but yeah watching this it, it definitely felt like he was still learning how to land a lot of the material because to yeah. be honest with you most of this stuff works in jane talent bob in my opinion mm. I mean, I haven't watched that film and I probably need to go on and really, <laughs> really before, revise my opinion I put on it. Myself on the but I've been watching clips. I've been watching clips and I've gone, oh, that's pretty funny. I don't find that as funny anymore, but I find that gag hilarious. Yeah. I remember that as a kid. Yeah. And like it, everything sort of works and clicks and the comedic timing is right and doesn't feel sort of yeah. off. Whereas this was well, talking. It feels like he's still learning how to nail it. Yes. And I was talking yeah. to my brother. Fair enough. My the guy's like brother. 23 years old. He is. Yeah. He's, yeah, exactly. I was talking to my older brother about It's like giving these. a monkey a machine gun. Like, <laughs> I mean, what, what a Gramercy expect and universal. Like, oh, let's give yeah, this yeah, kid yeah. $6 million. It is that you're so right about that step up, like such a wild step That's up from 27,000 to 6 million. Yeah. Um, and to essentially like kind of their own fault because the story goes that at the end of Sundance, when they were kind of like partying, having this big, cause they won like the, the young filmmakers award or yeah. whatever the equivalent of that was at Sundance. And, um, they were at a party and Kevin Smith met, J uh, Jimmy Jacks, Jim great Jacks. name, Jim yeah. Jacks, the producer so made good. films like, um, Tombstone and Hard Target and Dazed and Confused, um, Michael, other things like that. Raising Arizona, one of, one of, uh. Kevin's favorite movies. So when he Raising met, Arizona, yeah, when he met yeah. Jimmy Jacks, he was like, "Holy shit!" He was like, "I love, I love your films." And he was like, "Hey, thanks, man. Uh, I loved yours. I wanted to buy it. I wanted to buy Clerks, but mm. I, but you know, um, uh, Miramax swooped in before yeah. me." And so he asked him at that party, like, what are you thinking now? What are you thinking of making? He was like, ah, yeah. oh, well, it's more rats. He was like, what's more rats? He was like, well, it's Clerks and a Mall. And he was like, I love it. I want it. And he yeah. told him, like, in that moment, this is just after Clerks had premiered and got all these accolades. This is literally still at Sundance. And he's like, hey, tell you what, kid, you're going to be, like, you're going to be um, courted by by Miramax and by Disney who owned Miramax at that stage. Like you're going to be courted by them like crazy. Like they're going to bring you out to all kinds of meetings. All their subsidiaries are going to meet you like Touchstone and other film production. They're going to want your next idea. He's like, tell them whatever you want. He's like, but Mallrats is mine. Like more, you come to me for Mallrats. So you come to Universal for that. We make movies at you know, Universal kind of thing. So he was kind of courted in that moment. And, and because of the fandom he had, and you can even see there's a, there's a poster of, um, there's a poster of Tremors, another one of uh, uh, Jimmy Jim Jackson's movies oh, yeah. in Mallrats. So, yeah, yeah, in Brody's room. Yeah, so um, you can understand. Like, imagine if that had happened, that happens to you at that age. Someone, then a producer of one, some of your favorite movies comes up to you yeah. and is like, I want to make your next thing. You'd kind of go with Where's them. the dotted line? Like, I would, exactly, I would make yeah, that. Yeah, I would do exactly. that. I would completely um, blow it But myself. not just with the money. There's all kinds of, you know, we'll get into it, all kinds of decisions and things that he had to kind of come up against because there were other people's money involved, you know? Mm. Like the least of which was, was not the least of which was um, so, uh, Jay having to kind of re-audition mm. for his own part in it. Yeah. Um, which yeah, I can't yeah. imagine. Like I was going to say my brother, my older brother, who's maybe eight years older than us, um, he, he remembers in the 90s like going to birthday parties and watching films like South Park, like the South Park movie, oh. and watching films like Jay and Silent Bob and being like the comedy, like when we watched it back then, it was like hilarious. Like he's like, I still remember lines from it, but he hadn't watched, like they didn't need the context for these films. They just watched those like... Stand I was the exact same. Yeah. yeah. And now watching clips, I'm like, oh, it's Brody. He's mm. in the thing. And mm. oh, it's Ben Affleck's character. 
not the one in this film, but I think in Chasing Amy. Yeah. All the dots are connecting yeah. more and more. That's great. Yeah. Um, but then he was like, yeah, I don't know how, how well that film would have aged, like that comedy. But I definitely... So, I mean, to the film's credit, he was smart enough to go, oh, I, w- I want to create a shared universe mm. kind of deal. I mean, that's one of the most interesting things about the movie, I guess, is, is like, there w- I mean, there wasn't a Marvel shared universe yet. It's... He was like, I'm going to do that with just my characters. And yeah. um, it's going to make comic book fans, which was sort of the niche audience he was targeting... Mm really respond to it well. Yeah. I mean, the entire film's about comic books and comic book nerds and stuff like that, so... And just like Clerks... Makes sense. Just like Clerks, where the interesting thing about that film was kind of fi- figuring out how it's made, I think Mallrats, the most interesting thing, is looking at what it did and now the world we're living in. Like, Mallrats, yeah. like, called so many... Basically, just, like, you look at that and you're like, this feels like it was made with the knowledge of what was going to happen 10, 20 years later. Like, the Stan Lee moments and, like, yeah, all the comic book yeah. stuff, yeah. the specific- specificity of that... And the fact that it premiered at uh, Comic Con, <laughs> yeah, and like did really well because yeah, 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 it's yeah. for those people. Like exactly, yeah. yeah. Jim Jackson, uh, another producer, Cuddy Chub, which is a sick name as well. Cuddy Chub. <laughs> you want someone on the job? You get Chub. <laughs> you get. You get Chub. <laughs> uh, Chub's dead. Uh, Chub's dead. <laughs> the financial failure of this film just yeah, it just broke his little heart. <laughs> he just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, he's a really small man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um. Uh, oh, I just felt something in my pocket. Sorry, I forgot. I meant to give oh, these to you it? as well, actually. Um, quick aside here. Oh, I forgot your socks. Fuck. Oh, my Vulcan socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Motherfucker. Sorry. I got, cause I'm I putting w- my treats back in the pocket now. Um, Matt promised me discount socks because I've been like, I've been needing some new socks for a little while and he promised me, um, you know, some, some socks off the back of the truck, uh, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he stole yeah, a bunch of socks. Before the store gets them. <laughs> No, he basically, he has an inn in, in the Vulcan store. Um, My lovely lady. <laughs> She's in the sock game. <laughs> She's in the sock racket. Uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out. Uh, um, yeah, I'll bring him next episode. Oh, you better. Anyway, look, I, I went, when I picked up, I picked up coffees for us before we started, which is why I was slightly late. Sorry about that. But the guy there, his name is Ryan, the guy who runs the Oh, yeah, yeah, cafe. yeah. Tari's very good when he orders coffees. He, he asks specifically for the, because the barista's always like, what's your name? So you can write it down. But Tari's that kind of guy that's like, what's your name? So yeah. that you know, when I noticed it when you, I was like, man, just when I'm feeling like a good person, I feel like an asshole. <laughs> Well, see, the only reason I did that was to make you feel bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, I wasn't that makes trying to. Oh, okay. So you're just good. as bad as me. I'm oh, okay. Worse, even actually. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Ryan is his name. Yeah. He remembers my name, which is crazy because he gets like a million wow. customers a day. I'm always surprised when maybe he remembers it because it's Tyree. Yeah. Well, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a unique name, so yeah. it's like oh, I remember that guy's name. I suppose. Mm. Uh, very nice of him. Mm. Um, he offered us these treats. Are they alcoholic? Like these little things. Yeah. Do you want to describe what these are? What they're little. They're the, those cute little bottle chocolate things. Like they're yeah. wrapped in foil. It look. Yeah. They're like mini versions of like a Jim Beam. Uh, read, read out. Read out. Read out what they are. So there's Jim Beam. Yeah. Kentucky Street Bourbon Whiskey. Yeah. And what's the other one? And then the other one is Remy Martin Cognac Fine Champagne. No, we don't condone the consumption of alcohol. <laughs> and if you have a problem, please call. Um, now give them back. You didn't give me my socks, so I'm not going to let you have them. Give what back? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I shouldn't have put them in his hand. <laughs> damn it, damn it. Close the deal. Yeah, you can have whichever one you wish. All right. If you're more of a Jim Beam guy, have that. If you're more of a Remy Martin guy, have that. If you can't, I think they're milk as well, so if you can't handle that, maybe just give it to someone else. Oh, cool, all right. Fucking know. Great. The guy was just nice enough to give them to me. Thanks. Anyway, riveting, riveting discussion mm. of, um, what, what are we talking about? Well, I, that's rats, kind of fun, rats though, because I bought you a gift as well today. 
Is it the Volcom socks? Was no, that it's the Swedish oh. fish. Oh yeah, you bought a treat as well. Much more important. Swedish fish. Fans Last time we had long-time listeners, yeah. medium-term listeners, because we're only like fifteen apps in, yeah. I guess. Medium-term listeners will will remember we had Swedish fish on like mm. the first or second app. And funnily enough, that one also had damaged packaging. So does this one. This, the box is all. That's like, more me, up. probably just not. Oh, we just shoved it in. Shoved it bag. in, rode oh, with okay. it. Yeah. Um, Whacked a guy over the head with it. Reckon I can get in here. I want to try look where that little. There's a little like bit you're supposed to. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. There's a little tab. I remember last time we had them, they were like dry. Doesn't do it because then it just does that. Ah, uh, that's terrible. Yeah. It's, do you remember last time we had them? They were really dry. They had that white. Yeah, they were like of... disgusting red frogs that had been like out in the sun at a campsite yeah, yeah, yeah. for like two days. And, like... Ty- Tyree and I don't eat gelatin oh, for man. the for the fact that it's from animals. Um, there's a long way of saying we're vegetarian, but basically, any time we can get je- we really like jelly, like like uh, candy. Can't get enough of gummy, this stuff. Gummy, sh- gummy snacks, but yeah. most of them have um, gelatin in them. Yeah. But Swedish fish do not. Should I crinkle this in the mic? Oh, that's pretty good. That actually sounds pretty good. It's so much ASMR. Some people will hate it, but some people. Uh, I'm just gonna crack on open and see how bad they are. Um, I'm gonna go with the red one. They look, they feel more. They look way fresher, juicier, way fresher. Yeah, that last one had ripped plastic, so they had dried out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that was like I think the air had gotten in there and just like <laughs> the air whittled them up to jerky. It was real, real gross. These have some actual. It, I'm gonna go it's kind of on. It, it makes sense. So I like it because I think we had them on like a, a true grit kind of an episode where it was like we 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 if we had been eating anything it would have been like a jerky style kind of like old west kind of ration thing. It's like ah, it's just tough. But today we're like in a mall, so it's like it makes sense that it's fresh. Comfort food, yeah, yeah. That's good. It actually, does taste much better than I remember. Okay. And there's other colors in there, so you can. Yeah. yeah thanks, man. Okay. Thanks for that. Mall rats. All right. See you next week. See. Ya. <laughs> sure. See ya. Fuck off. Um, no, don't don't fuck off. Um, what's, what's, I was going to say, yeah, go. yeah, the response was really good at Comic-Con. And so Gramercy and all the producers were like, this is going to be a hit. Who's Gramercy? Gramercy uh, Pictures, I think, is their full title. They're the distributor. They Gramercy? Did all the... Oh, shit. It's Gramercy. Gramercy, yeah. One way, I'm, the only, Gramercy. I'm only saying that because I've heard it said before. Ah. And I didn't see that in the in the crap, but I just have heard it said. I've so. only seen it written in print. Yeah, it's like ah. the... Yeah. Well, anyway, Gramercy... They were the ones distributing it, distributing or, or whatever, and they were like, "This is gonna be a hit," and yeah, Kevin and like they were, they were just going. It's oh. Keyvine, of course. Keyvine, I'm such an idiot. Not Kevin. It's Keyvine, <laughs> uh, of course. You fool! No. <laughs> we have to re-record the entire episode now. I've since been hearing people call him Sergio Leone as well, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Sergio, oh, not Leone. Yeah, I don't know. Are we men? <laughs> We shouldn't have been this. No, go ahead. Sorry. We shouldn't have been in the podcast. <laughs> it's not our industry. Um, I was just saying they thought it was going to be... I've said it like five times now. We should have stayed down on the bayou. <laughs> should have stayed hunting them gators. Shit. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm trying to think of a funny job I could do. I can't think of anything. I'm blanking. Run a fan boat or something? Clearly not good at doing bits. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. This film doesn't matter. It My really, life doesn't matter. It kind of, it kind of, it does it's matter. It's inconsequential. This film matters in the context of Kevin's career. He sees yeah. it much, uh, much as like a, he's such a, you know, storyteller that he's like, this is my like downfall, basically. Like it's, it, it, it I need more rats so that I can have a redemption arc, essentially. Yeah, this was his, this was sort of like the end of his, I didn't do it bit. 
like that that yeah. Bart has from on the Krusty show. And I think he, I think show. as well, like it's been it's He's one of those like, well, films. Well, it was that, a short time at the top, and now I'm all the way at the bottom. Because I thought I thought that Clerks was fit that band of like movie that came out, no one really saw it, and then it amassed a cult following. But it's actually like it hit. It was mm. it wasn't wasn't like world renowned, but it was like a festival hit. It got him his name. It got him this movie. Morats turns out to have actually been more that style of film where it came out. He like no one saw it, mm. and Kevin was like, "Well, my career's over," kind of thing. Like, I, you know, we 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 flopped, and so no one's going to give me any money anymore. Mm. Um, but Morats has has had that life where it's like I think because of the the fandom, like the cult kind of nerd, like comic book, you know, fan that it 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 was tailored to, and how that has been like such a an explosion in popular culture. Um, it, it's like, it's seen as like an artifact of like, this is before, this is like before times, like this is before yeah. Marvel. This is before all this stuff became pop co- like yeah. became mainstream. mainstream. Um, so this to, was the only that, ration we'd get was this thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in that way, it's like, it's fascinating to look back on like as an artifact and the fact that yeah. Stan Lee is featured so much, the fact that the poster was done by one of the most like renowned graphic artists and comic book artists. And it was meant to look like a comic book kind of, you know, and Kevin was like, looking back, he's like, that's like, it didn't make people want to see the movie. No. Like they didn't get it. But now he's like, it's one of the, my favorite posters ever because it it's so, um, of its time, of its time, but true to the movie yes. that it was, you know, it yeah. represents what the, like it, you know, it's got that classic kind of, it's got almost, a hero stance from the main characters, yeah. got the entire ensemble wrapped around it. Yeah. It's got like a, Special guest featuring yes. sort of stamp yeah, yeah, yeah. on it, all that kind of stuff, like yeah. the the ninety nine cents price tag at the top, yeah, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, I think it was Gramercy. Yeah, thank you, Gramercy. Um, they came to Kevin and they're like, "So, um, wh- how should we market this thing?" Mm. And Kevin was like, "That's never a good sign when they're coming to you for like how to market Ooh, a movie." Yeah. But like, we don't know what this is. You know this thing you made. You as know this thing you spent months again. <laughs> let Let's just highlight this. He's a twenty three year old kid. Like making a movie and like he's got enough shit to deal with and now someone's coming up to him and saying, how do we market it now as a well? A few months ago, he was still working at the quick stop. Like yeah. literally. Yeah. He's probably thinking about like stuff he has at home or something like yeah. that. I don't, I don't know. But yeah. like he has bigger fish to fry essentially. But he yeah. was like, I don't know, a comic book. And they're mm. like, oh, that. that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't work. But hey, like you said, it's, it is true to the movie. Yeah. This is why, I guess this was going to be my wrap up note, but I'll just say it here because... No. I didn't like this movie very much, but mm. it's not like something I despise, like Rip D, for instance. Mm, Whereas mm. that feels like this cold, empty, uh, you know, shallow cash grab where I was like, oh, we haven't had a Men in Black thing in a while. Let's just. Yeah, that feels fill, like a studio movie made by studio people. Whereas this yeah. film feels like a film that was misunderstood by the studio and was, was from a filmmaker who genuinely cared about what he was doing, but just was a bit unpracticed with the content that like you said well like i think the yeah. comedy styling that he was trying to nail and also the fu- the money that he had like i think it was just it was not it was it, clerks was a perfect storm this one was not so like it was yeah. you know there was a lot of things that he was contending against and um you know yeah i i agree. i think for that reason i don't like think of this film as like oh my god it's so terrible like it's mm. i don't like it either but i don't resent it the way that like certain films where you just like this is purely just cookie cutter money grab kind of like this isn't a this isn't any kind of art or anything like that. Like you can see Kevin in this and you mm. can see what he was trying to do. So yeah. you can appreciate it to that degree. Um, yeah. But it's just not, it just didn't hit, just didn't work. Just didn't hit. Yeah. He just needed a bit more time in the oven, I guess. Thank you, mm. babe. Mm. Um, I mean, we sort of covered most of the context. Should we talk about, I... should we talk about what the film is actually kind of like covers, what it's about? Well, yeah, it's essentially clerks, but in a mall. Yeah. 
essentially. Much, and again, I think as soon as someone heard that, they were like, sweet, another art house kind of flick. Huh? Yes. And yeah. that, that's what a lot of people probably thought going into it, at, at least on the crew or whatever, yeah. or on the studio side, I suppose. Mm. But yeah, it's basically just clerks in a mall, uh, a bigger cast, a bigger budget, more hijinks. And it's about these two guys, T.S. Quint and Brody, um, played by Jeremy London and Jason Lee, respectively. They've both been dumped, so they seek solitude in the mall just to sort of like shoot the shit and just sort of amble their way through the day. Well said. And can I... Can I? No. Okay. <laughs> can I... Can I th there was a moment in this yes, film yeah. where I thought, oh, no. And oh. it was... Right in that scene where they both meet up for the first time on the in the on the sofa, like in the basement, yep. And you understand, like that's the first time you see them together as friends. And you're like, okay, so the storylines are coming together. Yep. And the 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 impetus to go to the mall for this whole story to take place is there's a new cookie place. It's great. Do you want to go try it? And I was like, okay. And then it cut to the mall. Yep. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. And I was like, I guess it's that's true to life, but also like it was there was no opposition to that kind of proposition by, um, uh, what's his name? T S. No, oh no, 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 that wasn't. Uh, it was, it was, um, it was Brody, Brody? who said it. Brody who said it. Yeah, he there's was. There's no opposition like, from him. He's the one who wanted to go. He's the one who wanted to go. But no, yeah, sorry, there was no opposition from T S. Yeah. Where he yeah. was like, hey, there's this new cookie place. Let's go. And then just and it's just like the whole. I was like, oh. Like, <laughs> oh, well, this is where this is where my cut deviates quite a bit. Okay, right. Um, <laughs> the the extended cut's so bizarre, man. I I wish I saw your version. It seems like it would be a better experience, but it, it was just better be like, because every time I paused it, I was like, oh, not long. It feels like I mean, from what you've described, sorry, it sounds Kevin, like, that was that was mean. Um, we're sorry, Kevin. <laughs> we love you. Go ahead. Love Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back, uh, and Clorks, and your hat. Got a nice hat. Um. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it sounds like they were trying to square a circle and fix things in the edit because in the, in the extended or the original cut or the director's cut or whatever you want to call it, I don't know the official name, uh, that scene wraps up with them being harassed by a, a news crew. Do you know anything about the news crew storyline or the... No, other okay. than how it might be wrapped into the whole game show thing that's happening. Okay, it does wrap into that. All right, but so no, I didn't see a news crew at all. When does this? When does a new news crew come in? Well, see, that's the thing. It oh, doesn't. Is it, it doesn't about the hard death? cut. Is it about the weird death that happens that they don't talk no. about at all? No. Okay. So now I think. So, so okay. So that's the thing. I was waiting to hear about this weird death. So basically, to set the stage, T.S. in your cut, yes, the theatrical cut, let's call it, T.S. is dumped by his girlfriend because. Because she, well, her father is running a game show. Her father's at the running mall, a game show, a dating game do, show at the dating, mall. At the mall, as you do. And he said to this woman who was going to be on it, "Hey, you know that the camera adds ten pounds." T.S. said this to this yes, this, this contestant. random woman who was in there, like like a colleague or a student or whatever, like a person that they both knew. Yep. She then went. That woman, like that girl, freaked out. She went and swam laps at the pool to try and like lose weight in the night before. Had a heart she attack. Had a heart attack and died. Backstroke. Isn't is that a reference to clerks? Because uh, someone has a heart just... attack and dies, and they go to her wake, and they say something about a mid backstroke. I thought it was a reference. Oh, really? 
Yeah. As in same, like that's the death that they, that's I the, thought so. I thought oh, that wow. was the reference there. Maybe, anyway, yeah, I didn't pick that up, but sure. Like, I, yeah. So that's that's your version. That, that all yeah. happens in exposition, by the way. This so, has been explained to us in real time. And basically, T.S. doesn't like the fact that his girlfriend's going on a dating game show. He thinks he, he thinks she like kowtows to her dad too much. Yeah. They get upset. She dumps him. Yeah. And then cue Brody's entrance, basically. Yeah. In the version I had, there's this subplot where... T.S.'s girlfriend's dad. Her name is Brandy. His name is Michael Rocker, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Bold guy. Let's see if I... Uh, Svenning. Svenning, that's it, Svenning. He's trying to get money from the mayor or something like that. He's trying to, like, schmooze up to the mayor. And then while that's happening, T.S. meets up with his... meets up with Brandy at this fancy ball gala event. Mm-hmm. And he's dressed as a revolutionary from the American, you know, Revolutionary War for some reason. I think he's in a play. Something's going on there. What? Again, not much setup going on here. Um, they they get into the same argument, but instead of it being about someone dying and her taking her place, it's just basically Brandy saying, oh, my dad asked me to be in the show and I'm doing it. And he's like, ah, oh, and they, they get into a fight, they break up. But then while they break up, he's holding this old-timey musket. Her hair gets caught in the musket. And then the mayor and her security team think there's an assassin trying to kill her. And he gets, he sort of like accidentally implicates himself in this plot to assassinate the mayor. And then he becomes this, he becomes this massive overnight media sensation where everyone's like, hey, you're that guy who tried. What? And this is why everyone's referring to him as like the cold heart killer or whatever like that. Like, Jay, they, no one talks to him like that. What? They may have 80 odd lines, but there are certain bits where people are like, hey, aren't you the guy from the news? And he's like, oh. Don't talk to me about it. But if he's thought of, if he's had an attempted assassination, also basically attempt, he gets arrested and he they, he clears it up. He's like, no, it's right, a musket, right, right. it's a prop. I wasn't. Right, right, right. Wow. Yeah. So it's fucking bizarre. He has Kevin has some really weird, convoluted ways to introduce like very hijinksy kind of strange yeah. like. Yeah. Well, here's the apparently so the idea was the original scripted opening was um, TS is on a game show and the idea was to. Open it with a game show and end it with a game show. Yeah. He was on like some sort of quiz master thing. Yeah. And he screws up in some embarrassing sort of way. Uh, it's like the it's like the moops thing from um, Seinfeld or whatever. Oh yeah. Like a similar <laughs> idea where he calls something. Uh, anyway, doesn't yeah. matter. But that um, gets him notoriety. That gets so him that notoriety. The, becomes yeah, a media right. sensation again. Okay. And they're all like, Nah, we don't want that. We want something bigger, bigger. And he's like, oh, what The fuck can I do that's bigger than that? And again, this is that thing where it's like he doesn't have. He's not writing a six million dollar film in his head he's writing yeah. something a bit more simple i guess yeah but like ah bigger so he creates this yeah weird plot where he he's implicated for almost assassinating it's the weird as well whenever these thing. movies are set in like a small town where and i'm like why are you dressed as a revolutionary yeah apparently he's in a play and i'm like you don't strike me as the kind of guy who's no like, and on? also why is like i didn't realize that the people rooker is trying to impress in the in the um scenes in the mall yeah. are like local politicians I thought they were oh, like TV execs. I thought they were TV. They are. Why is the mayor involved? Oh well, see, that's I don't know. Like, is that how and cities he's work? Funding. That, <laughs> he's up to funding just for like, some reason. That's not how cities work, though, is it? I don't know. I think it's because it's that's like I think it's because he's like he's airing it on public access TV. Or so something, he's like, or? mayor, give me some funds to make this to that something okay, like right. that. And then because that happens, she rips up the check, and that's why he has to get this reality TV show to work or something. Because right, I don't fucking know. Yeah, that's a that's that's a lot. How long was that open? So is that most of the cutscene that happened, or was it pretty other... much? I'd say it's like a 10, 15 yeah. minute opening. And then other it felt like that anyway. 
Wow. Yeah. With some gags. I like the there. opening that was in it in terms of better. Like, it wasn't it makes great, sense. but it was it better It fits than... the story so much better where it's just yeah. like, oh, hey, uh, dumps, uh, mom. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I would be it interested just... to see, like, it'd be interesting to see Steven Soderbergh, who we've talked about before, mm. like, go in there, as he sometimes does, and just, like, chop out everything to do with the romance plot from this movie mm. and just have it be all the tangential sort of amblings with all these random side characters. Yeah. Cut out all the plot. Yeah, because he did that thing with... um, He, like, removed all the sound and score from Indiana Jones and oh, made yeah, black yeah, and yeah. white. He does these projects. He could do it on his lunch break, honestly. And like, it still worked. Filming Raiders, his... Raiders, like, still worked perfectly in terms exactly. of... Exactly. Like... So it'd be, interesting, it'd be interesting to see someone just chop out anything to do with plot, basically. It'd be tough, but I'd be curious to see it. Because, yeah, it does feel like... Like an art house film is trying to work with just a like high jinxy, wacky, wacky yeah, 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 yeah. comedy, college yeah. comedy, and they're just not sitting well together in the stew. Right, interesting. And I'm going, hmm, what is that? What is that, plot? What's that, plot? <laughs> oh, no, there's a bit of plot in my stew. <laughs> Sorry, no, just that's fine. That's fine. I don't, I, don't worry. I don't want anyone to lose their job. Just, just maybe get the yeah. plot. Yeah, no, you're right. The Silent Bob, the Jane Silent Bob like blueprint sections, like they don't go for a long time, but they also feel like they are in a different movie entirely. Yeah. They feel like they're in a Looney Tunes kids movie yeah. as opposed to like what this yeah. thing is, which is trying to be clerks, but has this like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, wow. That's, uh, that's, yeah, sorry. I didn't realize I watched the right. <laughs> no, I think it's great. I mean, it's interesting that like what that opening that you just described, like requires so much like buy-in from an audience, from the audience, like immediately, where it's just like, yeah. get on board. Uh, yeah, it's like, a long quick. It's like a fast moving train, like jump on. No, but it is such a long setup. It. There's all this talking and back and forth in between um, Svenning and the May. And it's like, I'm like, oh my God, this should just, <laughs> we should cut straight in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get TS dumped. Um, oh, fun bit of trivia. So TS Quint is his full name. Yeah. And then I think it's Brody, Brody yeah. Bruce is his full name. Yes. Um, references to Jaws there. Jawsy Jaws Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> Which is where... Just because of how many references there are, I thought I'd say the name of the movie a lot. Because yeah. it's, yeah, T.S. Quint, obviously Quint from Jaws. Do it a fourth time. Fifth time. Jaws. There you go. Brody, the main character from Jaws, and then Bruce, the character, the name of the anima- animatronic shark. Yeah, the robo shark. Yeah. yeah. And then Quint, obviously, is another character. I already said that. Oh, you did? Yeah. I thought you said Bro- Brody, is it? Yeah, I said Quint before that. Oh. You'll hear it on the recording. Man, I'm not listening and you'll today. you hear how <laughs> silly you sound. Um, <laughs> I am not paying attention at all today. I love, uh, so they get to the mall. Yeah. And, uh, hilarity ensues. And mall ensues because it's mall. <laughs> By the way, the, 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 the names, like the names of the stores felt like such first draft names, like fashionable man. Oh yeah. And like, because they were kind of such oh, easy yeah, yeah, shots, yeah. like yeah. fashionable man and like. I don't know. There I think was in another uh, carpet. Al- in another alternate opening, like, they had examples of them being way more uh, funny, yeah. or like meant to be funny. Like I think there's this um, there's this women's clothing store. It's called like Carpet Eaters or something like something that. Something like that. So, I think it's like, a carpet store. To... No, I think it's a carpet store. This thing. that makes more sense. Yeah, uh, obviously. <laughs> oh, they have I get a store. It. They have a store called Carpet Eaters. They were, they were trying to make gags there, but yeah, yeah, the ones we see in the in the the, the cut that ended up getting distributed, yeah, doesn't have anything. So the plot that basically takes place over the rest of the movie is uh, as Quint and Brody kind of complain about their love lives, um, both of them obviously have just been broken up with. They're trying to like work out what to do. Brody was like um, 
he didn't have any plans with the part, like the girlfriend that he had, but Quint was, was going to go on like a road trip down to Florida mm. uh, and was going to propose to her. So he's kind of like on the he, Jaws ride at university. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he's like fully thrown for a, for a loop, like yeah. with this breakup yeah. and throughout the, the course of their journeys, like walk and like, you know, um, what do you, what would you call it? Like loitering or ambling, yeah, loitering, the, ambling, the just shooting um, the breeze, they, talking about Superman's load. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> that takes a good chunk of the film up. <laughs> and that's another thing that the, the story that that turned into, which Kevin Smith has told many times of like, huh. he was approached to do a Superman script because oh, yeah. of that moment where people were like, you know, Superman, like you should do a script. And he was like, whoa, okay. And he wrote, like wrote a, a version of Superman Returns, I think, or whatever that version, like, you know, like. Oh yeah, whatever yeah. it ended up being. That makes sense um, actually. Yeah, but he, he tells it way better. You can find it. You can, any podcast he's on, he basically tells that story. But um, there you go. We should also highlight um, Brody is dumped by Renee, played by Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty. Um, and yeah, T.S. is dumped by Claire Forlani. Claire Forlani is. Who plays Brady. Brady, that's Brandy. Sorry, um, Brandy. Brandy, thank you. Um, but man, I, I love Jason Lee, but man, <laughs> Brody is such a piece of shit. <laughs> man, this character stank real bad. Yeah, like he was such trash, and like it, it, uh, it doesn't contrive a cheesy ending, but like it goes there, and I was like, no, no one should be cheering this. Yeah, this guy's fucking useless. And he was so mean to, um, to. Straight out of the gate, he's like such a jerk to, to everyone, to he's, everyone, he's, and Renee specifically. Where she's like, he's the worst example of like a like a dejected kind of like um, I don't know, like cave troll kind of like yeah. a geek of like you know hasn't like he's so he's so he's he's his exterior has been like hardened by probably years of like torment and like you know bullying and whatever. Yeah. So he's become just like really sarcastic and really. You know, he's like a he's like a Chandler being turned up to like a hundred, <laughs> but like also with like all of that kind of, you know, he's like obviously very intelligent, so he's just able to like talk his way mm. out of situations or talk his way into situations, yeah. which is seen at the end where he kind of I don't I don't really get what the point of the last scene like what his what his job was in that game show, he just made the contestant number three look like they had to make awful. the show they had to like oh right and he plays Gil. That Brian O'Halloran, the guy who plays um, the main clerk in oh, Clerks, yeah. that was that was him as contestant number three. But he, yeah. I can't remember the what's he, what was his name? Uh, Dante. He doesn't Hicks? play Dante Hicks. He no, plays Dante he plays Hicks's cousin. Gil Hicks, yeah. yeah. Gil Hicks, yeah. yeah. So that was the uh, another that was another universal there. thing of like, yeah. not Universal the production company. Universal is in <laughs> Kevin Smith universe. Um, I think it's called. I think they call it the View Askew universe. There's a name for it. This whole this whole world he's created. Okay, View Askew. Why? Um, I, I don't know. Ask Kevin. Can <laughs> Kevin, we get Kevin on the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking to no one. <laughs> we have lost our mind. <laughs> it's finally happened, Tyron. You've lost your mind. You've lost your mind. Oh, man. There was something in that coffee. Clerks Ryan is... gave me some, 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 some stone caffeine. Some wacky caffeine. Yeah. This is one of those films where, again, like not much happens. Like the, uh, the background plot, as they're kind of musing about their relationships. And, is to and win back their girlfriends. Is to win back their girlfriends, but also do it via this weird um, game show that Michael yeah. Rooker is hosting, which yeah. is like a dating game show, which they try all throughout the movie to take out. But then they realize, but if we actually go on it, like if we sabotage the the contestants mm. and go on it ourselves, I'll be able to win back my girlfriend. Yeah. And in doing so, that basically happens. I, 
I want to get into that whole ending because it, it you, we may as well do it. Like there's, there's there's a lot of Stan Lee. There's Stan Lee is in this film. He's like in the Stan comic. Stan Lee's store. that old know. wizard sort of figure in these sort of stories where he's like he gives advice to um, Brody and Brody's and Brody's um, a huge comic nerd. Obviously, yeah. he's a comic. Brody's main uh, arc throughout the thing is like trying to get his girlfriend back, but he's cons- he's 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 uh, up against Ben Affleck's character who works at fashionable man named Shannon who is just a real piece of dog shit in this film. (laughs) Uh, He's just like the weirdest, worst kind of guy. Like pretty much like a jock kind of guy, but like... He has such wide shoulders in this thing. He wears this sort of like... his suit is like... His suit is so comically large. Size 80 suit. Like it's like, you know, you go into a suit store, it's like 40 regulars. He's like 88 regulars. (laughs) And pads? I want shoulder pads. Yeah, I want pads on pads on pads. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. He plays this. He plays a Brody sort of antagonist in it. He's just, he's the jerk. Really weird but that weird he turned is... into Batman later in life. Like considering this film, like that yeah. was made, and also that Jason Lee then went on to play Syndrome, like yeah, like yeah. Uh, the Incredibles bag. Oh, like yeah, I was true. like, this is the, again. There's such interesting things with this film where you're like, the the antagonist and the protagonist went on to play like. Comic, you know, book comic book icons, icons you know, yeah. obviously. Although one Incredibles much more isn't than... a comic book. It's no, but, but like it's the superhero, superhero, superhero like icons. lore, you know, yeah, and the yeah, fact yeah. that it was like watching this, if you didn't know anything about Ben Affleck as an actor after yeah. this fact, you would have watched this film and been like, oh, I guess that guy didn't went on to do anything. Like, you know, his career stops here. <laughs> no, nope. no, no. He's probably the biggest out of all of them. In, oh. Inarguably the biggest out of oh, everyone yeah. in this film now. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Academy Award winner. <laughs> yeah. What has he won? Screenwriter and director. Producer, I think. No, not director. Argo. Did he direct Argo? He directed it. I Although, he actually, it. I think. No, he directed it, I oh. think, and starred in it. He, actually, I think that may have got best movie. I can't remember. It got best movie because I remember all the producers getting up. Right, for it. okay. Yeah. yeah, it got best movie. That's still yeah. an Oscar for him, though. Best movie is always interesting because the people who get up are the people that no one knows their faces of. Yeah. Like, it's always the producers. Who was that, that guy? Like, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I wonder why producers don't get up for, like, the. the the, the, the animated features. It's always just like one guy or one person, I should say, from a Like animated... the director, like the maker. Yeah, yeah when it's like the best animated feature, it's just one person. It's usually Maybe the like director holds a bit more power in animation or something. I don't know. Maybe. It's neither here nor there. Um, uh, first, Brody sucks. First, first winner of the animation feature, animation feature Oscar. Who was it? Oh, uh, Shrek. Yes. Hey, I always want to say Chicken Run, but it's not. Chicken Run was like the year before. Oh, that would have been a great... That would have been yeah, a great first one. just missed it. The fact that it was Shrek is hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. the next year, because the next year I think was Spirited Away. Or really? maybe, maybe a year or two, like, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the wow. juxtaposition, because like that is now like the Pixar award. Yeah. But the first sure. year, the first year it was Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> like it's maybe so funny Gilmer, that Maybe Gilmo Del Toro has changed things. Though, the, films that Pixar, the films that Pixar made ushered in the need for that award because they were like, well, we can't just keep nominating like these beautiful films in the best picture category because they're not going to beat out their live action. So we'll yeah, make no. it, we'll make them their own category. Yeah. And then the first year that it happened, it was just like, somebody <laughs> wants <laughs> to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> the movie that was making fun of all of those kind of stories was like, yeah, yeah. I'll sweep in there and the win. The fairy tale to end all fairy tales. And it wasn't obvious that they were going to win at all because they literally, well, it was obvious. I was They they literally animated Shrek and Donkey like in tuxedos, like for one of those <laughs> weird like uncanny valley Intros, kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good to be at the, the Oscars donkey. And it's just like... Surely that was an MTV movie of all things. No, no, no. Surely I'm didn't have the technology sure. back then. I'm oh, pretty wow. sure. It was, we'll put it in here if it was... Yeah, I'm pretty oh, yeah, sure it was yeah, an Oscars yeah, yeah. moment. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Those um, awful things where they had to like cut to like the real actor of like, oh my god, Shrek, it's 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 Leonardo DiCaprio, and it shows him, and he's just like, oh yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that movie. Don't include it's, me in this bit. The theme of the movie is it's not on the outside that counts. It's what's on the inside, unless you're short, and then you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't deserve anything. <laughs> Who deserves to get eaten by a dragon. You should just be eaten and shut up, and you suck. I mean, he's a jerk, obviously. But Isn't like, there like a Clinton every joke in gag, that as well? There's every, like, there's it's like, like, it's weird, like, like everyone's, presidential references everyone's like after Shrek. Every, Shrek's like main wound is he's like, I'm an ugly ogre. No one can possibly love me. Yeah. And the villain is like a... But it's like, but it's, it's like, you're right. We shouldn't be like making fun of your appearance. But that short guy is pretty short. Am I right? <laughs> and they're like constantly making yeah. these gags about him being this short dude. I was like, ah, yeah. you're getting hitched by a short man. Fiona sucks to be you. It's like, that ain't... That's another thing. It's uh, my age, well, I guess. Oh well, whatever. Fuck it. Ah uh, man, what was it up against? Monsters Inc. Wasn't Monsters Inc. that year? Nah, Monsters Inc. was two thousand four. Shrek, Shrek was like two thousand one. Oh wow. Okay. I'm pretty sure Shrek was up against films like I mean, Toy Story two maybe. Mm, yeah, because that up, was a sequel. They're like, we can't give it to us. Maybe Bugs Life. Oh okay. yeah, that was late nineties. I don't know. It was up against oh. films that you know. Yeah, it was surprised that it won. I think. But also not in the time. Because Shrek was huge when it came Shrek out. Shrek was a big Shrek thing. Was massive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Save DreamWorks. I was on the brink of collapsing. There's and they're like, films. we need There's this a, Shrek there are many films. There are many films that could claim to have saved DreamWorks, I think. Because oh, really? DreamWorks is... Well, DreamWorks is always getting into shit. Is it? <laughs> like, it's like, we got Shrek. And then the next year, it was like, over the hedge. Oh, God. <laughs> we need something. We need something big. Madagascar 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Western Madagascar, Madagascar, <laughs> Madagascar could totally claim to have saved DreamWorks for sure. Yeah, no, Mad- no, no, no. That that trophy goes to the penguins of Madagascar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who could forget? Of course. They figured it out now. They figured it out. They figured out the. I think that they're course correcting now. They are. I think um, I didn't see the bad guys or whatever, but just looking at the animation, of that it, it looks beautiful. Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots is like a very clear. All right, we know how to just do watch, different. Watch, do different. No, no, just watch Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Take that, that, put it on whatever property we have. Crazy that Sony, crazy that Sony is now up and coming after like the they they made like the Emoji Movie, oh. and then they were like, okay, not that, not that. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> take, we'll take that off the table. Listen, uh, Spider Man, and everyone was like, oh, okay. Now that we can work with. Yeah, that was a joke, uh, by the way. This, but yeah, the, but what was the joke? The emo- no, as in like they're saying like the, the emoji movie. Oh, that was like a gag. That was a gag. And then yeah. they like they make Spider Man. and Then they're like, and what about Spider Man emoji? Uh, uh, no, okay. Cut this. No. Um, <laughs> this is eighty. You're gonna cut eighty percent of the podcast by cutting this. This is your job. You did the intro. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man, they can hear that. So we just realized, shocking discovery as well today, that um, the booth we're in the, in a library where you're not meant to make noise is not at all soundproof. No, I went outside noise. and closed the door and said, "Hey, Tari, scream and see if I can hear you." Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like. In the, booth. <laughs> in the booth, everyone can hear you scream. Noise, <laughs> noise gets, noise can't get in, but noise gets out really yeah. easily. It's yeah. like, like shockingly yeah. easily, and we're in a library. Yeah, it's like so. it's like that thing from like the Deathly Hallows. That little like goblin man is like, I should not get you in. I didn't say anything. Getting you out. <laughs> How is but it like reverse. that? But in reverse. How is it like that at all? Goblin's like, he's like, yeah, I said the booth was soundproof, but only one way. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> oh, man. Give me one of these Oh, fishes. man. What the 
fuck happens in this movie? Yeah, not much. So that's the thing. So much of it could work as just, ah, it's another class. Can we talk about Rooker? Because I love that dude. And this was weird. What do you love him in? Uh, mainly From Guardians. What? I haven't seen him much in much else. Okay, fair. He's oh. cool. He's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's... good character actor. Like, but yeah. and in, and this, he's like swinging for it. But also, I think he's like. Oh, and Walking Dead was a big thing for he's him. He's so Walking cartoonish Dead. in this. Like the way he's like hand wringing and the throwing up and the sweating and the oh yes, oh sure, <laughs> oh no, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be, like that kind of. It really was just, gross. It felt it was so. Um, and the way the the scene with the chocolate pretzels. Yeah. Where oh. he's like oh yeah, and I think oh I'll just take another. Ooh, yeah, no. I couldn't like tell that, what he was, I was going like, for. What though. is it? like he's just in another. He he's going for the Looney Tunes villain. I feel like, and I'm like yeah. I'm there for it, but it's just a shame that the rest of the movie is not in that space. Yeah. So it's like, it, it for me, it like jumps out as a weird performance, but he, at least he's like really going for it. Yeah, because he gets, he gets red in the face, like mad. Yeah. Really crazy mad. Um, I was like, also, why is he, I didn't, I, that, is that scene explained with the extended? Because I was like, does he know, does he know um, Brody? Like he, he's like really nice to Brody in that moment. Eating oh, the so this is the, an extended thing. Oh, yeah. So, but like, like we said, instead of, after they get harassed, Brody and TS, by the news, they, they're going to go to the mall, but first they're going to go to Brandy's so that TS can try and patch things up. Mm. And it's basically just a, re- a like a repeat of the original scene where it's like, eh, hey, you're daddy's girl. Eh, hey, fuck off. Right. <laughs> Leave my house. And he's like, eh, hey, I was going to propose you in the Jaws thing. <laughs> just like, God, I'm so glad I dumped this guy. Yeah. Uh, flash forward. 90 minutes later and that's anyway um, <laughs> and both <laughs> both both relationships are <laughs> fine as candy fine as candy dandy um, there's like a news truck waiting outside their house because you know the Brandy and her dad they're all sort of like mixed up in this whole thing um, Brody distracts them for a moment so that TS can sneak in talk to Brandy and try and patch things up he doesn't mm. um, you know that shot I don't even know where this happens in your cut but you see that shot of like um, Svenning like sort of like boxing the air. Do you have that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like dancing yeah. after the shower, and then his towel falls off. That's in the opening scene, I think. Yeah. Okay, so this this appears here in this bit, and okay. basically it's like it's the exact same thing, but they've just added like some like a, a, a wreck sign and a red dot on the camera, and it's like basically a, a found footage thing where like the the news people are like filming him naked. Oh, okay, there. right. And then he wow. sees him, and he's like, oh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow, wow. She a bit of his schlongus in there. <laughs> It's weird. Kevin loves. He's back in heat. I didn't realize that um, Kevin loves the cutaway gag. Like, there's a lot of in in the clerks and in this. It's a lot of like, well, you know, like Dad's busy. He wouldn't be doing that. And then it's cut to like, Hey, Dad's doing that. Like, it's the it's the it's the Family Guy almost kind of formula of like the Arrested Development thing. Yeah. Um. And and so much so much like. That's why I reference Looney Tunes because there's so much like slide whistle or like you know yeah. kind of like you know yes. you know sound so when, bites and stings all sound the time. bites and stings and like yeah. and it's it's it makes the visual or it makes the experience of watching the film very kind of like um, I don't know like it's a it's a it's an attack on the senses because <laughs> you're watching you're watching a scene just like this like, is an attack on the ears you're watching a scene where Silent, Jay and Silent Bob are like doing like a Batman sting where they're like yep. dry, you know looping uh, they're jumping off a, a tower to like steal a like knock out a, um, a, a security guard or whatever thing. and it's yeah it's like dun, 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 like that kind yeah, of like yeah, Superman yeah. Batman music and then there's another scene where like you know the next scene is is Ben Affleck you know threatening. Um, Brody or something, and it's like dun 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 dun, like really, yeah. It's just like really over the top. It feels very, but I think that's why he was like, this is meant to be kind of like a a take 
on those kind of hijinks films. It's meant to be like comic booky. It's meant to be yeah. cartoonish. It's all that. Um, but I think it just misses the mark because it's not very funny. No. <laughs> Again, no. it ha- it gave. I think there was one or two laughs that I had, but I like last episode. I I I cannot remember. Yeah, I had. No, I didn't have any laughs in this. I think I had one, like like genuinely. Like, ah. Eh, what was eh. that? I, I I don't know. I think Jay and Silent Bob said something funny at some point. Can't remember what it was. Maybe. But there's literally Obviously, like, Silent Bob didn't there's say literally anything. moments where they run away from a cop and it's like their legs like you know, they they like run on air for a minute, like they do like the tire screeching music and they shoot past yeah, yeah. Um Well, um I don't know where I was going with that extended scene. Basically they just there's another bit with Brandy and T S. Um T S is a fucking jerk as well. No offense to Jeremy London. They did. I mean, I'm not knocking them, but like those, their characters suck. They have no redeeming qualities, and yeah. they don't. It's it's not like they sort of become aware of their faults by the end and go, no, "Look, I'm sorry, I was a jerk. I'm going to clean up my act." Yeah, and all their that girlfriends kind of just accept how much of a schlub. Like they just say, like, you know, it, it's just like they, they are. They're just like going, eh? Yeah. Eh? So will you have this? me back? <laughs> you know that? Right, you know how I how I go all in on this element of my personality you don't like? Like, what if I put? What if I put more money down? Like I'm just gonna be that yeah. even more. And Eventually like, it's gonna work. Yeah, and they're know? like, no, oh, I yeah. love the lovable idiot. Like, yeah, it's like, like, no, don't leave them. Surely they don't. suck. Yeah, this is why you dumped him. Yeah, like why you get. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's tough. There's a yeah. there's, I just read this uh, trivia that's really funny. It says oh, during yeah. it's kind of what we're talking about during the Batman homage as Jay and Silent Bob escape from LaFour's, um, Lafour's. The the belting attached to Kevin Smith slipped. The crane refused to start. Someone had shut it off, and the key could not be located, nearly resulting in a possibly f- lethal fall. Damn. Imagine if he died on this. Set. Oh God! <laughs> doing Imagine that if a tragedy. Doing befell. that bit. Doing that like looping oh, like. Maybe in an alternate universe. Maybe. It's really sad to think though. Mm. A world without Kevin Smith is a dimmer one. That's for sure. Um. <clears throat> And the world with him is the dumber one. No. We should talk about the... Cut that, Tari. Cut it. Cut okay. it. Cut it. Listeners know this. I won't cut it. Cut it. <laughs> um, ow, my ear hurts. Something's going on there. Um, we should talk about Ben Affleck's character. What did you say his name was? Shannon? Yeah. Shannon's this jerk who has immediate sort of antagonism towards Brody. There's sort mm. of this elemental um, antagonism they have towards each other. Uh, Brody, yeah. Uh, Brody's yeah. this complete, you know. Brody's a mo- is a mall rat. He's a slacker. He doesn't do anything. He just sort of bums around. Yeah. Shannon has. He's a yuppie. He's got a job. Yeah. I guess yuppie's the right term. Yeah, I think so. He thinks he's got it figured out because he's managing this like men's fashion place. Um, he immediately swoops in and like uh, starts dating Renee on the rebound, like the day they break up. Yep. It's like it seems like they're dating and not just going. Oh, how are you doing? You know? doesn't seem like they're hanging out. It seems like they've just immediately struck up a sort of relationship with each other. Um, his sort of mission, his through line as a character, um, is to date women so that he can have sex with them in an uncomfortable place and then dump them mm. afterwards. Mm. In Renee's case, he wants to have sex in the back of a Volkswagen or something like that. doesn't hold up. No. No. We can cut this, but that's not what the... That's not what he was wanting to do. What? He what was he to wanting to do? Have anal sex. Oh, man, I didn't. No. <laughs> it doesn't hold up. 
which everyone is like in the like you want to do it in the back of a Volkswagen and he it's like a weird continuing joke that is never funny once and then like <laughs> forget about the sixth time you hear it like it's like that it's he's like, like the one of the worst characters ever He's up there with he's, Robert De Niro. He's the up there point. with noodles. He's the bad he's up guy. There with noodles and That's, fucking... He's the bad guy for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess it kind of it's it's, one of the, it's like that rule from the Save the Cat book, which I never like referencing as a as a good book on how to write a movie. But like, one of the rules is if you have a bad character, make them badder. Like, how can you make how can you make them the worst character yeah. ever? And like, considering how much of a piece of shit Brody is, I'm like, all right. Well, yeah, they got to go. How big much with, worse with can you make a yeah. character? Yeah, with yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty bad. Yep. Fuck, that's awful. Yeah. Um, in one scene, Brody manages to steal Renee away for a moment. Mm. Um, she's at the mall too, obviously. Um, they get into an elevator together while T.S. distracts Ben Affleck yep. for a little while and they're talking, they're chatting, whatever. Um, they have this massive argument in the elevator. And it's supposed to be like one of those charming, sort of cute romantic scenes where it's like they get into such a... Like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith thing where they get yeah, into the such a heated argument. Animal mag- magnetism. That they just sort of like jump into sex. But yeah. I'm like didn't work for me no i was like just no because like you don't buy you don't buy terrible. why like we never saw them you don't buy why either of these two women have any kind of attraction attraction to their, or or love these towards guys. these guys yeah but we needed a scene where it's like doing something schmoozy and romantic ts sort being of has nice that to them the... in one moment like being like just yeah. being decent to like um TS is that is that what the of... lesson is here be decent like well no because they're not no I don't yeah. know. I can't even remember what TS is kind of. I can't even remember what TS says to her to win her back. The, yeah, to win her back in the. That's the thing. He basically just says, "You're daddy's girl again." Yeah. Like he doesn't learn, and then he just has and this like big romantic speech. And she's legitimate. Like I don't want to date you because of how poorly you reacted to the. the yeah, when it's I like told it's you like you're you not killed, listening. Like it's... that you had a hand in like killing this girl. And I'm also like, yeah, fair enough. It's yeah. like it's her dad's careers on the line. She wants to help him out. Okay, yeah. it's an awkward situation. Yeah. He's put her in. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's the decision I've made. I'm just gonna do it. That's the thing. There's like they're they're so unlikable. I think because their insecurities are so um, such driving factors for them. So yeah. like he's insecure that if she goes on this dating show, that he'll be like left in the dirt. Yeah. And he like shoots himself in the foot by like showing that and then she's like well then i can clearly see that you're not enough of a man yeah. to like just be fine with this and just get over it and it doesn't mean anything i'm just helping my dad yeah. out yeah and then um brody's girlfriend is just like you're genuinely like not doing anything with your life i've asked you to like try and get your shit together and you just ignore me and play video games like yeah and you make me have to like all she wants is to meet his mother yeah and then That's his, so his redemption is like oh, okay you can meet my mom it's like hey. okay cool <laughs> great I don't know. But only after, it's, it's, only after they've gotten back together again. It's it's a it's product not like of it's these like, okay, older I was films. wrong. You can meet my mom. Oh, it's like, will you take me back? Yeah. I haven't changed at all. It's, okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm better still, than the Ben Affleck guy. It's a product of these older films where it's like the the villain is like an abhorrently like bad dude who like is like into he wants to like abuse women, like actively wants to abuse women and like yeah. no and like tells people about it. And, it's really good and, material for a comedy. Yeah. And the <laughs> and the and the the that heroes. That was sarcasm for listeners hero, at home. The heroes, Sometimes my sarcasm is lost on people. The heroes just, in the meantime uh, are just only heroic because they they change one degree. Mm. Like that's what they like. You know. Oh, okay. You can meet my mum, but I'm still gonna be like what I I haven't actually changed more. Than he's that. rewarded. And they're like my hero. It's like very. It's yeah. very. Uh, it's uh. It's 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 like very male centric in like in yeah. the sense that of like. 
it's like written as like, oh, the the woman's being a little bit unreasonable with what she's thinking <laughs> about what these guys have got to do. This dame, she thinks, you know, it's like Jesus. It like you know. it's it's so weird that like TS's whole thing is he's like, and you're so you've got, he's like you're like you got to get a backbone, you got to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Don't do exactly what your dad yeah. tells you. Yeah. Do exactly what I tell you to yeah, do. Yeah, you're like, so right about how they he never apologize. You should have just said, you know either. what? You're right. I'm not going to do what my dad says, but yeah. I'm not going to go back to you. Yeah. You kind of suck. Yeah, you're, you're going to get so married right in the fucking jaws, right? You are no so offense to anyone who likes doing that. <laughs> but I mean. Look, it's... You're, but you're so right about how they never apologize as well. Like, they never... Yeah. I don't remember a moment where, like, they kind of see what, what they did wrong and kind of actually, like... And also, like, what, what would... It would be so nice if they repented but didn't expect anything in return. They're just like, hey, look, I know we're over. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, it's... it's Just so you know, I'm really sorry that that... You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is know, all, this yeah, is yeah, all how is... people should act in real life. Movies, I guess, in, back in the day was like, no, let's get them... Let's get them wearing <laughs> women's underwear. And, like, I don't know, Ooh, like... Yeah, and a lot of, like... Searching through drawers. A lot of, yeah, a lot of that kind of stuff, which... Look, it's one of those things where it's like... Kevin Smith... I know it means well with all these kind of gags and stuff like that, but yeah. there's so many of those... A lot gags of these where you like blast through a changing room and catches well. someone, yeah. catches a woman changing, mm. and it's like I know it doesn't mean anything by it because like he's the kind of guy who would like who lets people have swings at him like in regards to his weight or something like that. Mm. Like I'd say like ninety percent of the jokes in mm. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back is Jay calling him a fatty or something yeah. like that. Um, so I know he's like he's like well I can take a joke and I, I don't mean yeah. to offend anyone. It's just this is how I like it's all fair game. get through life is it's all fair game. Yeah. And I like to have a gag. That's all. But it's like man. Just looks so tired. It looks so tired, and it it, it uh, is very it's archaic in the sense that it's just from one one perspective of like you know. Ben Affleck got paid six thousand dollars for the role. It's a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> I think jokingly he says in an interview, it was like, yeah, I pl- I played a joke in the last movie I was in. I think it was like, it, it was um. It was what was the follow up to Slacker? It was um, Dazed and Confused. I think he's oh, in okay. that. Right. He was like, "Yeah, I played a joke in the last film I was in, and you know, I, I so I didn't want to take this one on, but I, you know, I was encouraged, and I needed the six thousand dollars. So yeah, I said yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think he was huge on the role, or maybe he's aware to just sort of like, you know, um, tiptoe around the subject a little bit. Yeah. His character, man. <laughs> Yeah, he's a real piece of work. He, he goes. He, he his downfall like, is when they show like a, a sex tape of him and like a well, underage. I mean, yeah, this this girl who's this is a weird subplot. Is there's this fifteen? There's this fifteen year old character. Her name is Trish, I think. Yeah. Basically, she's like this scientific prodigy, and she's studying like relationships between men and women. And the way she does this research is she has sex with older men, basically. And they're All like, right. are your parents okay got... with that? And she's like, oh, yeah. It's like, what? Why? What the fuck? 15? What the hell's going, going on? on? This is twisted. And, like, she's gotten funding from this, like, scientific body to write the book, but she can't release it for another, like, four or five years until she's of age. It feels like what he, what they did was come up with what they wanted to – what how they wanted Kevin and um, Ben Affleck's character to, like, be, like, um, usurped or, like, have his downfall. Yeah. And be like, how can we write it into the script that he – has sex with a minor, like has sex with a 15-year-old girl, but it's like, it's played for jokes because it's like, yeah. you know, it's like he got caught out. And so yeah, they were like, well, yeah, I yeah. guess we have to make it so that the girl is like... Super intelligent. Consenting. Or su- consenting. Yeah, super, doing it for research, doing it for like men are like guinea pigs and I'm going to do... Like, it's a whole workaround and it's yeah. so strange and it feels so lumped in. Yeah. And it's like really upsetting to the point where I was it's like... a little bit squeaky. I was like... <laughs> it's a little bit like, squeaky. I was like, Benny boy, what's going on here? <laughs> $6,000 and you were okay with like, it's... Yeah, it's... The, uh, <laughs> Benny boy. 
One thing I've noticed with, I've been listening back to a few of these and I, I notice whenever one of us has a gag that the other one likes, we tend to repeat it immediately afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> like just then you went, Benny boy. And I went, ah, Benny boy. <laughs> Especially uh, with like the that's James. Our, that's the our James. secret sauce. <laughs> Repetition. It, it, it works in comedy, you know? Well, like finally something we said's funny. Let's repeat it again. Make sure the audience uh, capitalizes. That's why we capitalize keep talking about R.I.P.D. Ripped. So I just did it then. I just said ripped in a funny voice as yeah. well. It's anyway. I'm reeling it back. I'm reeling it back. The alternate version of how they oust uh, Shannon is kind of worse because it's like they're like, well, what's the worst thing we can make him do? Maybe uh, statutory rape, but he's in a dress because that's kind of funny, I guess. What? I'm not saying that's funny. Just let, let me be clear. <laughs> so I'm not this, saying that's funny. So much funny. of this podcast has just been us being like, let me be clear. This is what I think. This is, this is what the movie says. Here. Don't take this out so of wait, context. So, so was that an alternate version that you watched or was that just an alternate version? I was watching the, the behind the scenes. Right, right, right. And like they said, and eh, this is some other stuff we had of. Uh, yeah, that's happened. very 90s to be like, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of strange if some man like, like dressing up as dames, right? Yeah, this is, that's this is, that's not know. that's fucking nineteen twenties. <laughs> what you're doing? That's right what there. it feels like, though. Like right, people yeah, yeah, from yeah, the nineteen yeah, twenties yeah. being like still having power in the nineties to be like, yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ugh. Oy. I think though, I think those are the biggest offenders on my list. I can't, I can't remember if there's anything else. They're pretty big ones as well. Like that's why, like when there's I watched this movie, I was like, this is, uh, this is a crazy, like, you know, um, what's the word? Time capsule. Yeah, it's you a know? bit of a relic. Yeah. It's a relic because it's a 90s movie that is harkening back to like the 80s, 90s, 80s and 70s. The John Hughes, like, yeah, the John, John Landis Hughes. films. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know. Down um, to the ending with the flash forwards of everyone's lives. Yeah, yeah. The college like flash forwards of like, hey, this. And, and the Jay and Silent Bob oh. one where they just walk off with a monkey. Oh, but that's the and thing. Not to be that so, sets like, up, that sets like, up Jay and Silent Bob strike back. Oh, really? They have yeah. a monkey in there? Yeah. It's all about a monkey. Oh, great. Okay. Probably then I throwaway... forgive everything of this film. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I rescind all my comments. Perfect film. Five stars. Five stars. A plus. Yeah. Um, ah, um, 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 ah. Talk about dramatic irony, though. Um, the <laughs> ben monkey Affleck's, directed ben, that film. Ben Affleck flash forward is he goes to prison. What happens in prison? Oh, yeah. He has sex up the bum. Yeah. Uh, prison... That feels like a, a, a like low hanging fruit for prison joke. Like that feels like the only joke that was ever made about prison ever in any kind of writing from like nineteen fifty to two thousand. Have you seen Big Stan? Who's that? Who's the what? least? Who's the least funny member of like the Adam Sandler crew? I forget his name. Oh, um, least funny. No offense to this guy. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> I remember. I don't know. I mean, he's the, in, the, the, he's the, in... the typical punching bag of that crew would be probably Rob Schneider. That's him, Rob Schneider. Oh, I nailed it. In like in the, <laughs> is the animal, is that the movie he's in? I don't know. Rob Schneider. Yeah, he's that. He's that guy. Okay. It's that guy. Yeah, yeah. big stand. Um, a movie that doesn't exist. He. It's like that one with Will Ferrell where he gets toughened up for prison. What's going on? Get hard. Yeah, it's like get hard. I'm gonna look at what's Same it called. Premise. Big stand. I think it's called Big Stand. Okay, I'm kind of hesitant for you to tell. Me. What's it about? Well, it's just about a guy getting like toughened up for prison. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. You yeah. got it there. It's just him. He's, he's like got tats on his fists or something like that. I mean, he's. It doesn't even look like he bothered to get dressed in the prison uniform for this poster. Like the post, the oh, man, uniform. The posters looks, are so lazy. The uniform looks three like like this thing uh, like was this thing was made onto his body. This thing was made with like the finish line in mind. There was no none, no one on that crew was going. Oh, the this is going to be a great journey. We're going to have a great time making this film. They were like, once we make this thing. 
as cheaply as we can, as quickly as we can, we will make money. There's a there's a weirdly that's a weird subgenre of film of like small guy Trash. goes to prison. Oh yeah, yeah, and gets hard. Big Stan, he'll have to kick some butt to save his own. Yes, yeah, that's and that's the point I was going to get at is lots of prison shower gags basically. Ah, uh, yeah. I want to see if I can find a really like. There are more offensive posters than that. When I, I say offensive, I, I just find mean, an offensive, when I say an offensive like, poster, I just name mean, in this film. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I don't right. think I can. You're not going to find anything worse than Conair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true. Like that set the bar pretty high. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's referencing all these sort of college movies. Yeah, the, the animal houses, the Nazi Joe. There you go. There's one. <laughs> That's not too bad. Well, I mean, he he's a, I'm guessing he's a skinhead. Yeah. 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 Um, if I remember correctly. Uh, Big Stan shoves uh, a, oh man, <laughs> oh boy, typecast. Sorry, I just <laughs> he showed me a we picture. We just got of, a first-hand look at what Nazi, was his name? Joe. Nazi Joe. Nazi Joe. Nazi Joe. What a lazy name. Yeah. Well. Like, uh, Joe. Joe. I mean, He's a Nazi. Nazi Joe. Oh, that's a good. That's man. write it down. Write it down. How hard would a podcast be to do if we were just doing movies that like really didn't age well? Like we're just like, oh god. I thought you were gonna say that. That was the original premise for the show. It was movies that were just like. Forgotten you. And we found out it's hard. <laughs> Not much to go it on. It gets hard. What were you going to say? Uh, what was I going to say? Um, nothing important. No, go so, remember. About, I don't even, about Big Stan or about Mole Rats? Right? I don't know. Oh, well, I was just going to say, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's referencing the John Landis, John Hughes movies down to the flash forward ending. Yes. Um, which has freeze frames of every character and and like a little a little Chiron saying, well, this is what happened to them next. Uh, yeah. Brody became the host of The Tonight Show and Jane, Helen, Bob will return in this adventure. And mm. um, in one of those bits, Trish releases her book. Um, did you notice anything weird about that scene at her book signing? Anything uh, jump out at you that was like, that was weird? There was someone behind her, like a, who was like a, like a, her agent or something? Okay. No, I didn't right. know. Why, so, like, Lafour's the mall security guard. Is yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he kisses her on the head. Did that make sense to you? No. Okay, so in the extended scene, she has sex with him oh. as a way of distracting him from... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that, I mean, that tracks with this, yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah, I, I didn't notice. I was like, okay, I guess maybe I don't know. I figured in the scene, I was like, it looked like a paternal kind of a moment. So I was like, maybe mm. that's her dad or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm just flicking through my notes here. I'm trying to see if there's anything, but I got I got nothing. I got nothing. Seth Green was on call, ready at any moment to fly to Minnesota so he could replace Jason Mewes' Jay. Did you just have IMDb open? Is yeah. That like... <laughs> I love, I love the, I love the way that fact is written. Seth Green was on call. We bring the news from IMDb ready to any, you, ready at any moment. Why? Yeah. He was in the gun, man. Well, because they were like, I think they were worried about. We we mentioned this. Jay, they weren't happy with Jason Mewes at all playing Jay. They were like, ah, eh, we don't want this guy. I don't think he's gonna work. He's not an actor, and you know Kevin was like, "Oh, he worked last time. Why wouldn't he work now?" Mm. So they had to hold auditions for a different Jay, yeah, um, Seth Green being one of them, uh, and they yeah, had him on call in case uh, Jason blew it. In case they weren't happy with the dailies, they were like, "Ah, get him out of here." But they were happy. Mm. He worked. Yeah, which makes sense. He's an American original. 
Love Jason Mewes. So good. Um, yeah. He, Stan Lee was good in this. Stan Lee was great. Was this his him. first on-screen appearance, do you think? Maybe, which is kind of wild if it is because it's like he's now been in so many films um, yeah. due to all of his Marvel um, cameos. And the fact that this... Like, this came out in a time where not a, not a lot of people would have known what Stanley looked like. They mm. wouldn't have heard his name. They wouldn't have understood that he was behind all these mm. big kind of IP, you know, Marvel comic book, yeah. you know, heroes and things like that. So it was kind of like, that was my favorite scene, the one between Brody and Stanley, where Stanley turns out to have been acting, where he was like telling him like, oh, you, you just got to go for the girl. Like, yeah, I give it all up, you know. Seen the most um, sincere and works the most in yeah. context of the film because everything else, yeah, it did seem a bit contrived where it's like it's trying to be cheesy and corny but it doesn't fit the mold. Mm. Whereas that kind of made sense where it's like this this icon of I comic just, book cheesy or whatever coming uh, in and like coming at it, coming at Brody from a comic book angle and talking yeah. about like, yeah, you know, R rated like cheesy corny films just don't like it's no. like a it's like a really weird mix, they lose all meaning. Before you get and to the And especially when, like when they come out in this era, they've just got all kinds of problems that we've obviously talked around, talked about, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. Um, but the mall looks pretty cool. Looks yeah, cool. I don't know. I was kind of like left wondering a little bit. <laughs> Pining. Pining. Pine, Pine, Pinewood Mall. What? Um, that's, I think that's the <laughs> name of the Back to the Future Mall. Pine, Pine oh, something. Pine. That kind of makes sense. Cause two they, Pines Mall They or refer something. to the Pines. Twin Pines? I don't know. Twin, Twin Peaks? Twin what? Peaks? Is two, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. A librarian knocking on the door. I'd love it if like, the librarians have been like knocking yeah. on the door the entire the time. time. We just can't hear them. Because that weird goblin guy is like, I can get you in. But you couldn't get you out. <laughs> Um, or whatever. I was going to say, yeah, Stan Lee was something I wanted to mention quickly. And then there was another element of the film... Um, but I don't know if I remember. Don't know if you remember it. No. We can get rid of me saying that. Okay. I wasn't happy with how angry T.S. and Brody were. They were kind of, their anger was kind of scathing. Yeah, it's Like it lost its charm mm. really soon because yeah. like... It was the same kind of thing they had going on in Clerks, but like as an example, Brody's getting frustrated at this little kid who rides the escalator, and he's yeah. constantly referring back to it. And I'm like, dude, shut up! Yeah, like it was almost yeah. like watching, um, oh my god, what's a good comp for this? There, there are films that deliberately try to make you feel uncomfortable and sweat and go, mm. man, this needs to end. But mm. this was doing it the wrong way. Yeah, it was rubbing me the wrong way, and it happened again when he's in. He's trying to get into the comic book store, but there's that massive line. Yeah, and he's like, "What's the big deal?" Yeah. And no one's telling him. I'm like, "Dude, just someone like." Yeah. And you know, because uh, everyone knows Stan Lee's in the movies. So they're like, "Oh, it's a book signing with Stan Lee." Obviously, yeah. someone tell him tell that. Him that. Sorry, I just tapped the mic. Tell someone him that. tell him that so the scene can end and we can get on with mole rats. Yeah. And no one does for way too long, and I'm like. Apparently Ryan Johnson's in that scene. I couldn't spot him. Oh wow, I didn't but he's in there. Know that. I think that's another big guy. You know, ends up directing Star Wars. That's yeah, a big deal. Bizarre. Um, so they just the other thing is like the relationship between T.S. and Brody and their girlfriends doesn't work. But the relationship between T.S. and Brody doesn't work because they're always getting at each other's throats. Uh, and yeah. that made sense in Clerks because they had to put up with each other. They're yes. working in the same store. Yes. And it's like, yeah. whether we like it or not, yep. we have to like make do with what we've got. But these things, I'm like, dudes, get some better friends. I don't know why. You guys why, despise each other. I don't know why they're friends. I also don't have any sense of who they are. Like, I know what they, th like, I don't, uh, what I mean is, I don't know who they are. What are you talking about? Of they're this. more rich. I don't, yeah. <laughs> 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 they 
Like, I don't know. Geez. I don't know who. Like especially. I mean, Brody less so. But T, um, uh, what's his name? T S. T S. T S. T S. I'm no like. Sense. I don't know who you are outside of this context at all. And even I think they reflect it. in and all the different versions. Maybe that was a purposeful thing of like, well, he's, he's a, a rat. Slate. Most people don't know who he is. He yeah. just hangs around. He's just he's a bad stink. No, no, no. That reflects in all the alternate versions because in the script it's like he's in a game show because he's a bit. He's a smart kid. Okay. Uh, he's in the alternate version I watched. He's in a play playing a revolution. Yeah, they like, just, what? That no, they danced around. They didn't really work. land on anything in the end. It makes sense in the version you watched because it's like, I'm just a guy and I'm going out with my gal and that's about it. And I got to get my life figured out like every other kid my age. Uh, so yeah. Whew. So I got, got a little hot. Got a little hot there. <laughs> discussion. <sighs> when are we going to disagree on something again? It's been a while. Yeah, well, I think the latest one, The yeah, actually you're right. The last few films we've... We've been we've, we've pretty been on, evenly. on par. Well, yeah. maybe maybe chasing Amy. I don't know. Have you seen it? Maybe cha- I haven't seen chasing Amy. I've seen you know I've seen the very very ending. Oh, okay. Um. Uh. Some return guests. Some mm. return characters, as mm. you can imagine. Mm. Uh. But no, I haven't seen it fully. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what we're facing. That's what's up next. You know. Um, yeah. Chasing Amy. Um. Apparently, it hits. Apparently, it's a return to form, mm. so I'm excited to back. dive into it. Um, any last thoughts on the rat in the mall? The mall of rats? Mall rats. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the music just fades up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just cue it out again and yeah. bring it back down. Uh, no. Yeah, me neither. Not really. I don't yeah. have much thoughts. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a relic. It's interesting in some ways. It's upsetting in others. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad it I'm I'm glad it um, resonated with people, I guess. And I'm glad Kevin was able to keep working through it. Um, that doesn't say much about the movie itself, but. I wonder with how it ends with Ben Affleck's like kind of come up and it's like in back in the day when that came out with people like, ah, classic, like he's, he's got, he's put his foot in it now. Whereas in today's audience, we're looking at it like, oh God, like get it off the screen. Oh no. Like, you know, like as, as have we, has it changed that much or were they doing it back then as well? And is that what, is that a, you know what I mean? <laughs> What's it's, Was this pushing the envelope back then? Yeah. I, or was it like no. classic hijinks? Whenever, whenever the studio or critics in these behind the scenes videos talk, they never mention about it. this film. They always go, "Well, the, the you know the, the the dialogue was pretty edgy." Yeah, you know, I'm like the subject content was here. insane, man. What are you talking about? The dial, yeah, exactly. That's not that's not the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this other shit? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Like... <laughs> God yeah. bless him. You know, God yeah. bless him. Uh, yeah. And apparently, apparently, Ben and Kevin hit it off. They became good friends, mm. which mm. you know, we'll see again in the next episode, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin Smith will return next week in Chasing Amy. How will he get out of this one? Will he earn his money back? Tune in next week to find out. Yeah. Thanks, pigs. Thanks. Oh, God, not again. <laughs> thanks. Uh, you know, audience pigs. You know, most, most, some podcasts like have like nicknames for their fans, like, you know. Oh, yeah. And we, ours are just the pigs. <laughs> Every time we mention it, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like another book. Hungry, hungry, hungry hogs, hungry pigs. Who are just thirsting for more content. Thirsting for more slop. That's uh, that's what we. Our, our, yeah, that, I mean the collective noun for our content re- should be slop. 
We're poured not into a trough. We're not writers. We're not professionals. We're just slop mongers. Especially because so slops. So and we give it to you and I'm you eat the, it. I'm in the slop racket. So many of our so much of our content, so much of our discussion on film is like we try and come come to we try and ha- have a thought and like so much of it is just like we end our thought and just uh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, we can call our, we can call our audience pigs because we don't have an audience. So we're not offending. Yeah, anyone. it won't offend anyway. Yeah, it's just uh, it's yeah. just it's just just in a vacuum, not even, not even air, not even breeze. Um, thank we you love for listening. Our audience. We love you. Thank you for listening. Uh, please tune in again next week for our final uh, third edition of the Kevin Smith Jersey trilogy. Another wheel up and coming. Another wheel crazy? up and coming. So so exciting. Yeah, we've got the ball rolling um, on this one now. Share the podcast with your friends. Share it around. Get them listening, because if they do, we'll keep talking. But yeah. even if they don't, we'll keep talking. Yeah. That's a nice call to action because it will have no effect on what we do. Uh, have a great week, everyone. We'll see you in seven days. And a whole lack of sauce. What the fuck are you talking about? Some really funny uh, Thomas Middleditch quote from a start of like this like, uh, <laughs> view view video, like a watch along video he does. Thomas Middleditch. Yeah, the guy from Silicon Valley. Oh. And they're just like he's sitting with two people. They were about to watch like an old YouTube skit that they did, and he's just oh, waiting, this is that for the, show. waiting for the comedy, <laughs> waiting for the thing to start. And it's like they're just waiting to like get all this sound right, and he's just like, "Oh yeah!" And he just starts going into this character, and they're looking at him. He's like, "Oh baby, it's gonna be hot! It's gonna be a hot pie tonight!" And then he goes, "Mozzarella, breadsticks, and a whole lack of sauce." And they're like, <laughs> "Lack of sauce!" And he's like, "Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Wow, that's hot." Maybe what was the last episode Chris... that we had a big like kind of disagreement over? Chris Pine, I think, was like the big thing. Yeah, but that kind of died because we didn't talk about it. Like, I don't know. We could talk about it this episode. Did we talk about yeah. it a lot? And what, what episode are you, so are you talking about? Like, uh, Chris Pine in, in Hello High Water. Water. Yeah, fam. Yeah, we were, we we were saying, about it? Uh, you were saying he was the best Chris, and I was like, no, 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 no. Who is your best Chris? I, well, I was saying it was Chris Evans, but I think I was just nostalgic for Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I haven't seen Dungeons and Dragons, but apparently He's you think it's pretty tight. phenomenal in that. Yeah, yeah and I did rewatch um, Wet Hot American Summer, and he's really. Mm. Dialed in on that. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a few guys in Hollywood so who are like hungry. I don't think we'd fight about that anymore. Have a, I've had to reevaluate. Like, have an ability to be very funny either on and off screen. Like, Chris Pine is one. I think Ryan Gosling is probably like leading the charge with like his kind of comedic abilities, timing wise. Like, he's got good comedic timing. Yeah. He's in the other guys. He's like amazing. He oh, yeah. He's best, great. He's got like, a great scream. That, that, uh, that toilet door thing. I can't remember it so well. Yeah, well. Yeah.